You're listening to The Vine Podcast, episode 53. Do you ever wish you could just get all of the food blogging experts in one space to just learn their top tips and tricks for growing your food blog? Well, I'm so excited to share this episode with you today because I have gathered some of the top food blogging experts to share their number one tip for growing your food blog. These food blogging experts also have something else in common. They are all speakers in the upcoming Food Blogger Summit. Now, if you were a part of the first Food Blogger Summit that we did back in February of 2020, then you are not going to want to miss version 2.0 that is going to be even better. I'm going to be sharing more details about what to expect from the free event, the Food Blogger Summit, in the episode, so be sure to listen through to hear all of that information. You love the time you get to spend creating content on your blog and connecting with your audience, but building a brand and working on your website, that's where it can feel overwhelming. With all of the lists out there of everything that you should do, sometimes you just feel like giving up. But friends, there's a better way. When you spend time strategically thinking about your blog, you'll discover what is essential to build a successful and sustainable business and what's not. I'm your host, Madison Weatherill, a WordPress web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers. I'm here to help you think strategically about the brand you're building, connect with your ideal audience, and ultimately convert them into raving fans, the ones who actually make your recipes, interact with you, and make this whole food blogging journey worth it. It's time to design a business you love and remember why you started a blog in the first place. So let's dive in and learn from these food blogging experts. I'm Matt Mullen, founder and CEO of Email Crush and the creator of the master course on email marketing called Email on Autopilot. I've had the great fortune to provide one-on-one consulting and personal coaching to some of the world's top influencers, content creators, and bloggers. And listen, you've probably heard this advice before, right? You need to build an email list so that you can own your audience, so you're not victim to the whims of algorithm changes or social media platforms to get traffic, so that you can create better engagement with your readers, so that you can create super fans, so that you have a built-in audience to share your new content, products, and services with. Have you heard all that before? Maybe you have, and maybe you've thought about getting serious about growing and nurturing a healthy list, but then you got stuck. Look, I talked to a lot of food bloggers, and let me tell you, you're not alone. Here's the great news though. Building a list is easier than you think. That's why I was so excited and honored to be invited to be part of the Food Blogger Summit. In my presentation, Email Jumpstart, I'm going to share with you three secrets to help you start growing your list for good. First secret is your number one tool for building your list. The second secret is the proven method that I use for rapid list growth. And the third secret is how to set it all up in minutes. These are actionable techniques that get results. I'm going to share real campaigns, examples to inspire your creativity and help you discover the tools that you're going to need to jumpstart your email marketing efforts. This is not a class about theory. These are real techniques that I use with my paid clients, tried and true tactics that have helped many successful bloggers to grow a list, to increase their traffic, and ultimately make more money with their engaged email subscribers. So if you're ready to get serious about growing your email list, I do hope you'll join me in Email Jumpstart in the Food Blogger Summit. We'll see you there. 
Hello everyone, my name is Megan Williamson and I am a Pinterest marketing expert and consultant. I am here today to share with you my top piece of advice for you as a food blogger when it comes to your Pinterest strategy. Now, if you're anything like some of the bloggers and content creators that I've worked with in the past, I know that when you shoot a new blog post or a new piece of content or recipe, you probably are only using five to 10 of your images in the finished published blog post or recipe right? Well, guess what, guys? What about all those other amazing images that didn't make the cut for the blog post? I want you to sit back and consider how you could leverage those additional assets as fresh pins. We know that Pinterest is obsessed with fresh content this year, and that's not going to change heading into 2021. So I want you to think about how you can upload those additional assets, as well as creating more Pinterest graphics to help get in front of more people and grow your audience this year using Pinterest. I hope that you found this tip useful and let me know, respond or send me a DM and let me know if you are using all those assets that you take every single time you shoot a new piece of content. Hey there, I'm Jason Logston from Amazing Food Made Easy and Making Bacon. I can't wait to speak at the Food Blogger Summit this year. I'm going to be talking all about moving beyond the ad network and diversifying your income streams. There's going to be a lot of great content there for anyone that wants to make a little bit more money from their blog and continue to move their blog forward. But through my work at Making Bacon, I see a lot of bloggers that make the exact same mistakes. And that is not knowing where they are going. There are so many successful outcomes for being a blogger, but knowing which ones interest you is the key to actually achieving them. If you want to become a professional food photographer, then you're going to want to develop your blog differently than if you want your own food network show. Cookbook authors and writers need different content than people that want to be brand ambassadors. And if you want to put out your own line of herbs and spices, you're going to want to attack that differently than if you love diving into SEO and ad optimization. So start looking at what other successful bloggers actually do for a living. Find some that appeal to you, and then figure out how you can get there. It will make the process of blogging much more effective and much more fun. If you have any questions, be sure to ask me at the summit. I'll talk to you then. Hey, this is Emily Perrin, and I'm a hiring strategist for food bloggers. The number one question that literally hundreds of food bloggers have asked me is, where do you find good freelancers? Now, years ago, I wondered this myself. I had 10 years of experience hiring in the corporate world. I had a master's degree in industrial and organizational psychology, and yet I was struggling to find good freelancers. That's when I set off to understand them. I spent about two years learning what the best freelancers were looking for while developing, testing, and refining my approach to finding them. After all that, the truth is you can find good freelancers anywhere. And it doesn't matter where you post your job if the best freelancers aren't applying. In general, good freelancers are really picky about which jobs they apply for because they know what they're up against. They know you may have 20 or 30 or 40 applicants and there's only one opening. So they are super selective about the opportunities they apply for. So the real question becomes, how do you get the good freelancers to apply? In short, you write a super attractive job posting. A job posting where freelancers feel like you're looking for them. A posting that makes them super excited about working with you. That's why I'm hosting a workshop at the Food Blogger Summit all about my five-part job posting formula. In this workshop, you will have the time and space to work on the job posting for your next position. Whether you need a writer, a social media manager, or a virtual assistant, you will walk away with a rough draft that you can refine and post when you're ready to hire. 
Food bloggers have been using this job posting formula for the past two years and regularly attract anywhere between 35 and 60 applicants, which means you're that much more likely to have a handful of great candidates that you're really excited about. I can't wait to see you at the Food Blogger Summit at the end of October. Hi, my name is Jenny Melrose. I am the business coach and author over at JennyMelrose.com as well as on the podcast Influencer Entrepreneurs. I am super excited about the summit that is coming up that Madison is running and I wanted to give you a bit of advice to get you excited even more about attending. As a food blogger, one of the biggest, best things you can do for yourself is to get really specific and understand who your audience is is so that when you're creating your content, whether it's on your blog or whether it is on social media, which my favorite is Instagram and is exactly what I'll be talking about at the summit, you are making sure that your messaging is meeting that the audience that you want to have coming to your content. It's so important that that audience matches up and not only that, but you explain to that audience how to then interact with you. One of the biggest mistakes I see food bloggers make is that they don't tell their people how to engage with them. And of course, all we're hearing is engagement. Engagement is what is important right now. So you need to make sure that you're giving your audience a call to action and telling them how they can actually get in touch with you or what you want them to say in the comments on your post that you put on Instagram, whatever it might be. So I would say definitely make sure you know your your audience and who you're trying to talk to and then give them a way in which to interact with you and tell them how to interact. I am so excited to see you guys at the Food Blogger Summit and I cannot wait. Hello there, I'm Marie Feebach of FeedYourFamilyTonight.com and the Feed Your Family Tonight podcast. My biggest tip for food bloggers, especially those who dream of having a cooking show, is the best way to get on TV is to start with your local news station. Your local news station needs you. They have four to five hours every day to fill and viewers love recipes and they love food content. By working with your local news station doing cooking segments, you are serving the producers and you are serving the viewers. And on top of that, you are getting your chance to see whether or not you like food TV. I happen to love food TV. And after two years on my local news, it is one of my favorite things that I do every week. So if you are interested in ever doing a cooking show, reach out to your local news station. They need you and love to have good food content. Hey there, my name is Dama Ju. I'm a digital marketer and a Pinterest expert. My business is Details to Dama. And in just a few weeks, I'm going to be speaking at the Food Blogger Summit. Can't wait to get to spend some time with you and share a little bit more about Pinterest with you. In the meantime, though, Madison asked me to share one tip for food bloggers just to get you excited and whet your appetite for the summit. Something I noticed with food bloggers, which by the way, happen to be some of my favorite clients because I can always rely on food bloggers to bring beautiful, highly quality content to the platform, lovely recipes, lots of 
creativity, and always high quality, beautiful food photography. But one little thing that I noticed is that sometimes food bloggers get a little bit caught up or a little bit hung up on making sure that every single pin is branded and looks exactly the same. The font stays the same, the colors stay the same, the layout, it has to be perfect and branded. I wanna invite you to try a little experiment. Take some of your favorite recipes and share the images just as vertical in two to three ratio pin designs, just as is. If you want to add your URL or a small logo just so that it's recognizable as your own, go for it. But I want you to share a pin that is just the photography, keeps the logo or the URL really minimal. You want the image itself to be the star of the show and see how they perform on the platform. In my experience, sometimes they perform better or they perform better with different types of audiences. And it really comes down to your audience and what they're gonna respond to. So why not give it a shot? You're never gonna hurt your Pinterest account by sharing some variety, some no text overlay pins. If you're gonna try it, which I invite you to do, make sure you give it a little bit of time. So often I see bloggers sharing a pin. Oh, it didn't spike, it didn't take off overnight. Great, I'm gonna go create 20 more. Pinterest is very much a long game. It's a low and slow, give it time platform, and you're not gonna see overnight sensation type results. It takes time to build it up. The platform really treasures not just SEO and consistency, but also, of course, high quality images. So when you share a pin, I have seen it sometimes take months, even up to six months to really start to gain traction and take off. But it's worth it because the life of a pin is so much longer than a piece of content, for example, on Facebook or Instagram. You know, they're kind of gone in a day. Not the case with Pinterest. It's going to take some time to build momentum, but the results can be incredible. In fact, I've seen clients, some of my clients, we have pins that bring traffic for years pin clicks every single day from years ago. So it's worth the efforts, definitely worth it. I know that's why you are working so hard to keep up your Pinterest game. And I can't wait to talk more about Pinterest with you. In a few weeks at the Food Blogger Summit, I am going to be talking all about fresh pin frustration, all this, all these updates that were announced this year, what it means, crazy analytics, crazy drops in traffic, crazy spikes. Let's talk about it and let's get behind it and get on top of the problem. Can't wait to chat with you soon. See ya. Hey, my name is Megan Porta. I am a food blogger over at Pippin Ebby and a podcast host at Eat Blog Talk. My top piece of advice for food bloggers is this. Take time every single day to disconnect. Shut your laptop, put your phone down, put it in another room if you have to, and immerse yourself in real life. Invest in your people and perform acts of self-care every single day. How does this affect your business, you might ask? Because when you don't intentionally create space in your life for downtime, your work will suffer. Creating space translates into increased productivity, increased creativity, and increased energy while you are working and otherwise. Here is my secret formula for finding success, inviting new opportunities into your business, and also being the happiest person you can possibly be. Establish working hours and stick to them. During work hours, work on only the things that are getting you closer to your goals, work efficiently, and manage your time well. When your work time is up, stop working no matter what, disconnect from work entirely, and engage in life. If you follow this formula consistently, opportunities will start coming your way, and you will also feel happier than ever before and much more capable of tackling anything that comes your way. 
Hey friends, did you enjoy those tips from those experts? I am so excited that that is just a two minute nugget of information that these experts have and they are sharing even more at the Food Blogger Summit. So let me tell you all about the summit. So this is a completely virtual event that is going to be taking place from October 26th through 29th, 2020. With the craziness of this year, I realized that food bloggers really do need community. They also really need to cut through the busy work and really figure out what strategies to implement for their blog right now. Now, you know, there is no shortage of information and advice and expert opinion in the food blogging world. It is everywhere you turn. But how do you really figure out how to cut through that noise and figure out what your blog needs, what your audience needs? Because the reality is that your blog is totally different from even your friends in the food blogging space. So I am so excited to be hosting the second round of the Food Blogger Summit. I wish I could tell you that the magic trick to having a profitable food blog was just creating good recipes, but that's not even close. On any given day, you are juggling about 20 different tasks just to get one recipe out the door to your audience. You probably knew that having a food blog was going to be a lot of work, but what if I told you that you didn't have to do all of these things that everybody is telling you that you have to do? Wouldn't it be amazing if instead of trying to do all of those things every single day, you could just focus on the essential food blogging ingredients that are going to bring you the greatest return on investment? What if you could really understand the best monetization model for your blog without letting your blog become a 24-7 job? without obsessing over your Google Analytics and hitting refresh every three seconds. You don't have to do a million things. You just have to do the right things to grow your food blog. And the Food Blogger Summit is all about that, focusing on what really matters for growing your food blog and your audience and letting go of the rest. There are going to be 20 experts over four days who are going to teach you their strategies for streamlining, focusing, and cutting out the busy work instead of getting lost in it. So no matter what part of food blogging you're stuck on, it's time to focus on what matters in food blogging. The heavy hitters that are really going to bring you traffic and revenue and are going to let you fall back in love with food blogging again. The Food Blogger Summit is designed to help you focus on these tasks and cut out that busy work that is only going to make you busier instead of actually growing your food blog. So here are the nitty gritty details about the summit. Like I mentioned, it is a completely virtual event and it is happening October 26th through 29th. There are going to be several sessions each day and there are replays available for 24 hours. You can also opt in to purchase the all access pass, which is going to give you lifetime access to these presentations, plus over $3,000 in bonuses from our speakers and other contributors. These presentations are really meant to be action packed, but short and sweet so that you can actually retain the information and have space to implement these strategies in to your blog. My goal is not for you to watch all 20 presentations. It is really for you to take a look at the schedule and figure out which presentations are the best for you in this season for your blog. If you have no idea where to begin, the All Access Pass is going to be your best bet for being able to watch these as you go on with your food blogging journey and as you need them. So to sign up for the completely free ticket, go to thefoodbloggersummit.com and register there. Then you're going to be prompted to purchase the all-access pass if you do want that lifetime access, but you do not need to purchase it in order to attend the event and be part of this amazing community filled with amazing food blogging strategies that are going to really help you grow your food blog in 2021. My goal for you in attending this summit is that you will walk away feeling more connected with the food blogger community, but more than that, more connected with your true goals and desires for your blog and to have the strategies to back those up. 
I really want 2021 to be the best year for your blog, and I truly believe that the presentations in the Food Blogging Summit are going to help you get there. You'll be able to learn from experts on topics like video, food photography, Pinterest, monetization, growing your audience and selling on Instagram, personal branding, web design, how to work with a literary agent, and more. I can't wait to see you there. Head over to thefoodbloggersummit.com or check the link in the show notes to sign up for your free ticket. I can't wait to see you in the Facebook group. It is going to be such a fun time and you are not going to want to miss out. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.